Today we're going to be talking about norovirus. Norovirus is a very contagious virus and is sometimes referred to as the stomach flu. My name is Julie Albright. I'm an extension food specialist at the University of Nebraska and we're here today at a child care facility. An event such as vomiting or diarrhea at a child care facility can be quite an experience. Today I have with me Gina Eggenberger from the Lincoln Lancaster Health Department and she is also going to be sharing a program called the Barf Bucket which is a cleanup for the norovirus uh, event that might happen at your facility. Now we're going to look at what's in your body fluid cleanup kit or Barf Bucket. The body fluid cleanup kit contains the supplies for you to safely clean and disinfect the contaminated area after a vomiting or diarrheal incident. Your kit should be readily available in a convenient, easy to access location. Your kit should contain the following. The body fluid cleanup steps. This handout provides the person doing the cleanup with accurate, easy to follow information. Signage. The signage is posted to notify others that the area is contaminated and not to enter without personal protective equipment. You also will need to have your usage instructions for the chemical disinfectant that's in your kit. It's important that your disinfectant is EPA registered as effective against norovirus. The personal protective equipment, or PPEs, are in your kit to protect the person who is doing the cleanup. Your kit should contain the following head-to-toe protection. The shoe covers and they should be worn in the contaminated area and then removed to stop the spread of infection to other areas of your child care. A disposable apron is worn to protect the clothing. Safety glasses. A mask with an N95 rating to protect the person from breathing in the infectious particles. And disposable gloves. The cleanup supplies that are in your kit start with paper towels and these are first used for covering your spill and later used for picking it up. A scraper, which also assists with the pickup. Deodorizing absorbent powder is used to help solidify the liquids. If this is not available, cat litter can be used as an alternative. You'll have small and large plastic bags to remind you to double bag the items before disposing of the contaminated materials and a disinfectant that is effective against norovirus. If you're using bleach, the guidelines for mixing the bleach should be in the kit, as well as a spray bottle for the bleach solution. And last, you should have a supply list that you can use to restock your items for future use. Since Gina just showed you what's in a barf bucket kit, now we'll talk about what, how to handle that event that might happen in your facility. So a child just did vomit in your facility, what should you do? Well, first of all, you want to cover that waste with the paper towels or another compound. Next, move the children to a separate room, making sure that the child who had the event is separated from the other children. Then pull out your barf bucket. The cleanup is, involves seven steps. First, you want to post the stop sign. You do not want to let anybody else into the area. Next, protect yourself. You want to put on the protective clothing that has been shared with you. Cover your shoes, use the disposable apron, 
put your face mask and goggles on, and then the rubber gloves. Third, you want to pick up and dispose of that waste, making sure that you have those disposable gloves on. Double bag it and discard it. Clean the area. Use hot, soapy water and clean it very thoroughly. If there's any high-touch areas, such as doorknobs or handles of toilets, you want to make sure you wash those very well. The fifth step is mixing your disinfectant. Now a disinfectant is stronger than a, a simple sanitizing solution. This, the, today we're going to be using chlorine and you mix chlorine, one-fourth cup of chlorine to a, four cups of water, which is one quart. So you want to make sure that you disinfect all areas very well. Now if there was carpet that the event happened on, you do, you do not want to make, uh, vacuum that area. You would want to get that steam cleaned. The sixth step is to wash your hands and remove all of your, uh, the equipment that you put on. Next, you can reopen the area and you're ready to go. And you want to wait about two hours before you reopen that area because the virus can hang around for that long and you don't want to contaminate other children that did, were not sick. Julie told you about the steps for doing a cleanup, but after the cleanup there are several items that also need to be attended to. First, you need to restock the barf bucket. And there's a barf bucket supply list in the kit to use for this. Next, you'll need to keep a record of the staff and child absences due to illness. This is helpful in determining if there is a contagious illness in your child care. You'll want to contact your local health department for assistance with illness clusters. Three children in a group with similar symptoms within 48 hours are considered a cluster. Any cluster of cases or an unexpected increase in any illness in a given period may indicate an outbreak. You'll want to read through the norovirus illness key facts from the CDC. You'll alert the staff and the parents to the signs and symptoms of norovirus if the diarrhea or vomiting incident was consistent with norovirus illness. Remind them to report any vomiting or diarrhea to the child care director. Review the event and discuss ways to improve the incident response for in the future. For more information on illness exclusion and or cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting in early child care settings, go to lincoln.ne.gov, search child care.